Welcome to the Rankings, the podcast that answers the age-old question, what's the best album from 2020? I'm Danny Weiser, and with me as always is my co-host and the evermore to my folklore, Ty McGowan. What's up, dude? What's up? You know what? Some people might be mad that they're compared to the second album, but the second album has ham on it, ham on it so I'm not too upset about that. Also, they're both just really... We're obviously going to talk a lot about Taylor Swift this episode. They're both great albums. I would have been happy being either of them, honestly. Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> and you're, you're, you're right. Any album with Haim on it is better than an album without Haim on it. So that's a pretty good call. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are talking the best albums of 2020 this year. You wanted to do this episode really bad, and I did not want to do this episode <laughs> at all. Uh, because I don't do... I, I'm the opposite with... Uh, that I am with music that I am with movies. Like I don't do a good job of keeping up with new music really at all. Yeah. Uh, and so we kind of decided around Thanksgiving, like you finally talked me into <laughs> let's do a 2020 albums episode. And I had a month of homework. Uh, well, like I, I think when you, when you first told me to make my list, I had like three albums <laughs> on it and then it was like, all right, fine, I'll get to homework. And so I spent the month of December just listening to new music so I could make an album for this episode. So you're, you're welcome listeners. You're welcome Ty for all of the hard work and dedication yeah, that, was that tough. I put into rate kings. Yeah, that was really tough. It man. was hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you originally wanted to do uh, 2020 songs, just one song in each slot. Yeah. And I obviously I told you that was a very stupid yeah. idea. That wasn't that that great. Um but you ended stupid of an idea. you ended up finishing your album list before I did. Yeah. yeah. I, I just I went hard. Yeah. I like I went to work and I was like, if I'm if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do it right. <laughs> and so I got to it and I just did nothing but listen to music for like four days. <laughs> well here's and here I have a prediction for this episode. I think this might be the most civil episode. I'm making that prediction very boldly right now. Yeah. One because yeah, you're a lot more relaxed about people's music opinions than you are. You're a real butthead about my opinions about everything, but not that way with music. I've noticed Look, so when it comes to people's musical taste, I don't get mad at it because it's very, very different for every single person. But if like someone's like, "Hey, I love the Greatest Showman," I'm like, "Oh well, I don't want to talk to you anymore." It's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> It's a direct shade to Megan Mazeroy there. Sorry, Megan. I know you're listening. Oh, you like Mama Mia? Okay, uh, we can can't tweet. be friends. You can tweet. Hey, hey now. Granted, I haven't seen the first Mama Mia, but Mama Mia 2 is great. That's just good. That's trash. Good it's just pure trash. Hey, I'm sorry that you hate fun. Why do you hate fun so much? I love fun, man. You clearly don't like fun if you don't like, like if you want to watch a Pierce Brosnan and Stellan Skarsgård dancing on a boat to ABBA. That's the most fun thing in the Look, world. If you want to watch a great fun musical, watch Sound of Music. That's all I'm saying. Snore. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we're not here to talk about Sound of Music. We're not here to talk. Although I think now we have to do like soundtracks, we... like movie soundtrack. Our musical like, episode. episode. I would love to make you watch old musicals. musicals. I've seen a lot of old musicals, like surprisingly so. You would be shocked at how many musicals that I've seen. Okay. Because I don't give off that vibe at all. Okay, well, now we definitely uh, have to do a musical episode, so <laughs> it's coming sometime right. in the future. Sure, probably this summer, because I don't think I've seen 10 now that I think about it, so I'm going to have to watch a few to fill up that episode. Okay, uh, yeah, so we're doing 2020 albums this uh, this episode. I'm very happy with my list and when I didn't think I would be, um, but I'm actually pretty excited. I'm doing all that homework and putting in, listening to listening to a lot of music over the last month. Yeah. And 
2020 was kind of a really great year for music and literally nothing else. Yeah, it really was. There, the year. I mean, we. I talked about it in our uh, things that brought us joy episode for the New Year's, but um, this was a really great year for music. There was a lot of really good albums that dropped this year. Yeah, for sure. All right, I I say we just go right on into it. Your list A. So, what are your honorable mentions? Okay, my first honorable mention is RTJ4 by Run the Jewels. Um, I was never a huge yeah, Run the Jewels good. fan. A lot of people are, which I totally get. Um, they're a really good, really good band, uh, or rap group, or however they identify as. Um, but this newest album, they really, I mean, they really said some stuff in this. They like found a voice and they really leaned into it, um, and I really enjoyed that. Um, okay, so for every album, I want to say this before we get started, just so the listeners aren't confused. I've uh, I've highlighted three songs from each album, my three favorite songs, and a, my favorite lyric from each album. So my f- That's so much more than I did for each. Gosh, you're making me look bad. We're supposed to talk about these things beforehand, Ty. Like, I make you look bad every week. It's just a it's just a habit. Oh, well, the scoreboard would, uh, would like to differ, but all right. Uh, okay, my three favorite songs are Ooh La La. I mean, banger right there. Yeah. Uh, just ah, wee, wee. Just another banger. And Walking in the Snow, which is just a political dagger to the brain whenever you listen to it. Um, and my favorite lyric, which is from Walking in the Snow, um, and every day in the evening news, they feed you they feed you fear for free. And so you numb, you watch the cops choke. Wait, you watch the cops choke out a man like me until my voice goes from a shriek to a whisper, I can't breathe. I mean, good Lord, dude. And that that's like yeah, most of the run album. the jewels is not run the jewels is not a fun like if you're looking for fun yeah. like cheeky hip hop don't go to run the jewels they're pretty heavy hitters yeah so. uh, yeah that one hit hard that was a good that was from walking in snow so um, yeah that was <laughs> that lyric was just like dang dang dude yeah <laughs> um okay so um my second album is by a band I didn't find until I was making uh, my top 10 list. Um, I was looking around for kind of some fun music because a lot of my top 10 you'll find is very slow, which is like kind of on par for the year. There's been a lot of slow albums that have come out this year. Um, Yeah, everybody's depressed. Yeah, but my second album is Georgia, or Seeking Thrills by Georgia. Um, This is just so fun this is just like the music you would play at a party um honestly like when i was listening to this album i'm like i'm so pissed that i miss out on all the summer parties this year because this is exactly what i would play um the three songs uh, i really liked from it was starting out um about work the dance floor and never let you go and my favorite lyric is but i toughed up myself now kick down the heartache um, and that's from starting out, but yeah, that's just it. I mean, it's just, you know, it's all about basically it's the opposite of Taylor Swift where she's just like, okay, yeah, I'm over it and I'm happy. Like what a crazy thing, Taylor Swift. Maybe you should, uh, try that out sometime. Jeez. Already Taylor Swift slander. And we're not even to that point of the episode. All right. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't heard of Georgia, but that sounds fun. I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah. They're a great, uh, whenever it's not snowing up in, uh, Dallas, it's a great, uh, roll down your windows, 
uh, album. Oh, we're done. We got s- the snow lasted literally forty five <laughs> minutes, and then it was all melted and gone. I'm that's not an exaggeration. Like, haha, the snow wasn't here for very long. Literally, it snowed for forty five minutes. It took twenty minutes to all melt, and it was entirely gone within twenty minutes. It happens, man. It's Texas. Um, so my my third honorable mention is uh, Evermore by Taylor Swift. I really like this nice. album. Um, but it's just, you know, I already got this album, uh, earlier this year. I really kind of wish that Taylor Swift had waited until this year, 2021 to release this album. I think it would have been great if she released it like in the fall of 2021. I think that would have been perfect. Um, I think it was just way too quick right after like I was still getting used to folklore when this came out. It was ridiculous how fast she released those two together. Um, but the songs I really liked evermore, uh, Dorothea in Coney Island and my favorite lyric is seeing the shape of your name still spells out pain from closure oh you like oh I mean dude that's a good lyric man you know how she's feeling bro (laughs) you do clearly like sad things Jacob is right look I mean if if I wanted to listen to only happy music then my whole list would just be EDM so I mean come on fair all right fair point (laughs) I also don't listen to a ton of happy music, so I don't know why I'm going so hard <laughs> at you right now. You don't deserve that. Okay, um, I'll go ahead with my honorable mentions. My first one is by my favorite rapper in the entire world. It's uh, Sync Originals by Toby and Weegway. Uh, I haven't uh, heard of that one. Toby, it, it, was, it was released near the end of December, which is why it's an honorable mention and not much higher in my list. Okay. Is because this wasn't on the first draft that I submitted to our judge, yeah. uh, and so I had to make I had to make a correction. I was like, "Hey, uh, this just came out. Not going <laughs> to tell you whose list this is, but this list is making a correction." Um, it came out literally December like 18th or something like that, uh, and so I since I had to sneak it in afterwards and I just haven't had a ton of time to really dive into this one. That's why it's an honorable mention and not much higher, but he is my favorite rapper in the entire world. Uh, he's from Houston. Oh, heck yeah. He's bro. a Houston Let's rapper. H town, um, baby. But he played, he played college football at the university of North Texas. So he has Houston and Dallas connections. So he's, the official rapper of uh, of rankings, I think. Okay, um, let's be. After college, he founded an. North Texas is not Dallas. Listen, he is. <laughs> okay, Denton is literally like right outside of Dallas. It's the same thing. Um, if Spring is Houston, then like I don't count. Denton is I don't Dallas. count anything right. outside of Houston. Thing. Houston, they're their own thing. It's like a suburb. Houston is Houston. Well, sorry for. <laughs> You're such an annoying elitist about the weirdest things. I don't understand you. Um, okay, Toby and Weegway, after college, like he founded a nonprofit t- called Team Guinea that helps uh, families in need to gain financial literacy and independence. So he's just a super good dude, uh, first of all, which is always a plus. Yeah. Uh, super talented rapper. His wife appears on lots of his music, and, and I think that's rad. Like She just will randomly have a verse in one of his songs, yeah. that, and I think that's super cool. Um, this album is so fun. Um, I, I just, I really, really like it a lot. I desperately want everybody in the world to listen to Toby and Weegway because he's so talented. Uh, my favorite song on the album is Eat. Okay. So if you're going to listen to one song off of Cinco Originals by Toby and Weegway, and we'll have, we'll post our list because I know that like no one's going to know how to spell that. Right. So, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure and Make sure and post that list. And I think we actually talked about we're going to post uh, Spotify playlists yeah. of 
like one song from each album of our picks, I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, we can do absolutely. That. We don't have obviously not the entire albums, but maybe just one feature song. All right. All right. Um, my second honorable mention is uh, "Saint Cloud" by Waxahachie. Oh heck yeah! Um, it was released in March. Uh, Waxahachie is singer songwriter Katie Crutchfield. I hadn't heard of her until this year, but she's been making music for a while. But she's new to me. Um, it's kind of like uh, indie folk and rock and kind of country, and I get sort of a Bob Dylan vibe yeah. out of her. I don't know if that's a weird thing to say or if you get that. Yeah, yeah. But I very much get a Bob Dylan vibe out of her voice and the music she makes, and I think she's super, super talented. And I'm excited to have like found out about her so I can go and like deep dive into stuff that she's made because she's made quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, but I, this album is really, really fun. I liked it a lot. She's coming up later, uh, quite a bit later on my list. Nice. Um, my favorite song off of this album is Can't Do Much. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. So that is my that is my recommend if you're just going to do one. Um, and then my final honorable mention is Live Forever by Bartiz Strange. I don't know that um, one. It was released in October. He's This dude's like brand new. Okay. Um, he's this guy from Oklahoma. He just started releasing music in 2020, so he's like very new at this. Yeah. Um, his first his first album, I don't remember specifics of it, but it was basically he took music from a band and like re-recorded all of their songs in his style, and that was the very first project he ever released. That's which cool. Just so interesting and yeah. gutsy, I think. Um, and then this Live Forever is his debut, like his original album. It's his first one. Um, he it's it's he's a really interesting mix of like hip hop and indie rock and jazz, which doesn't sound like it would go together really at all. Yeah. But the way that he kind of combines it all is so, so interesting and so unique. And I'm really into like unique artists. Uh, I think this dude is crazy, crazy talented. And I'm very, very excited to see him come up with more music because it's one of those deals that he could announce an album and you're not going to have any idea what it's going to sound like until right. you have it. Like he's not going to be predictable at all. Um, my favorite song off of live forever is stone meadows. Um, Mustang is probably the one that most people have heard, but not a lot of people have heard this dude at all. Mustangs is his most listened to song, but stone meadows is real good. Heck yeah. I'll have to check that, that guy out. Absolutely. All right, uh, let's just dive into our list. Your number 10. Yeah, my number 10 is Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Um, like I said, not a lot of really awesome, fun albums um, this year. There's a lot of low tempo. Uh, a lot of them talked about some super heavy subjects, um, but it was welcome to have an album like Future Nostalgia in the mix. Um, every song just makes me want to, you know, start dancing when I'm in the car, you know? I start to do the little little shoulder shake when I'm driving, it's awesome. Um, obviously, if if you don't know what I'm talking about and you have a TikTok, you've definitely heard a Dua Lipa song. I promise you that. Um, she's all over TikTok. Um, but my favorite songs um, from her album are Don't Start Now, um, Levitating, and Don't Break My Heart. And my favorite lyric is, Baby, keep on dancing like you ain't got no choice from physical. Nice. I haven't really listened to Dua Lipa at all outside of TikTok, like you said. <laughs> Um, and, but there's not a reason for that. Like I haven't avoided her or anything. I just haven't sought out her music. So I'll give it a shot. Sounds yeah. Fun. I don't really listen to a lot of like pop music, but, uh, Dua Lipa jams. She's really good. Nice. All right. Uh, my number 10, you already mentioned it. It's Evermore by Taylor Swift. 
Nice. Uh, released in December. Homegirl is just kind of she's cranking out music this year, and like I know you wanted a bigger break between Folklore and Evermore. I'm kind right. of into it. Like I think Taylor Swift is just out of here trying to save 2020. Is all she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, another reason I kind of was not mad about her releasing it so quickly is because Evermore is clearly just an extension of Folklore. Like it's, right. they feel like just one incredibly long album instead of two albums. So much so that in my initial draft of this list, I had them as just one pick. Yeah. Um, and then you said that you were going to split them up. So I was like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll go with it. Um, <laughs> that, and I just like folklore quite a bit more than I like evermore. I think folklore is just better. Yeah, it is. Um, so that's another reason for kind of splitting them up, but obviously we're going to talk about Taylor Swift later. So I don't have to, go too deep into it but my favorite song off of this album is evermore with bonnie bear heck yeah that's a good one that's a really good one um, all right your number nine yeah my number nine is it is what it is by thundercat um so i found this guy nice. this past summer um and he's got a super super interesting out there sound i mean he is super funky he's got a lot of pop synth um in his music and it's it's awesome. It's like funk. He's like bringing back funk music by himself. And it's amazing. Yeah. Um, his tiny desk concert. If no one has seen that is a must watch. It's so good. He has an awesome voice. Uh, but yeah, it's just great, fun, funky music. Um, my favorite songs are uh, funny thing, dragon ball, do rag and uh, fair chance. And my favorite lyric is from Dragon Ball Do-Rag, and it's, you don't have to like my video games or my comic books, but baby girl, how do you like my Do-Rag? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, you mentioned Tiny Desk. I, I meant to talk about that during Toby and Wigway. He has one of my favorite Tiny Desks of all time. Oh, heck yeah. That's super good. Uh, all right, yeah, that's a. I am sort of familiar. I haven't listened to a ton though, so um, I, this is kind of the push for me to dive deeper into it. So yeah, be good. All right, my number nine is "Color Therapy" by Soccer Mommy. Interesting um, name. It was released. Yeah, it was released in February. Um, Soccer Mommy is singer songwriter Sophia Regina Allison. Okay, uh, she's like twenty two or twenty three, which is really annoying because there's all these people that are. <laughs> significantly younger than we are doing really cool things it hurts me a little bit um but she the thing i love about her is she makes music that sounds like it belongs on an episode of gilmore girls which is just a huge compliment for me because that's i love that kind of music it's just like it's just like indie soft rock that's straight out of 2001 somehow yeah even though she was like had just been born she was a literal baby in 2001 but she's making music that like sounds like it came directly off a of Gilmore Girls soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just I don't. She's she's really good, and some of it's pretty fun. But just her voice is really pretty, and the style of music she makes is not stuff that a ton of people are doing a very good job of making right now. Um, so yeah, I really like Soccer Mommy. I really like this album. My favorite song off of this album is Circle the Drain. Okay, cool. Very cool. It's a really good one. Definitely worth checking out, even though I know that you're boring and so you're going to write her off because her name is Soccer Mommy. I need you to just give it a chance for me. I just, my last, the last band that I talked about was named Thundercat. It's a fair point. Uh, all right. Do me, <laughs> do me a favor. Let's uh, keep moving on. Let's go to your number eight. Okay, my number eight is Notes on a Conditional Form by the 1975. 
Um, this is probably my most Ooh. controversial album that's on my list because it seems like a lot of people either yeah. they don't like it or they or they really don't like it or they really like it, um, which I completely understand. Um, a lot of their songs are are very experimental in a way that like each song almost sounds like it's from a different genre of music, and I totally get why that would annoy yeah. people. Um, but the lyrics pretty much stay the I'm, same. I'm one of those people, by the way. Yeah. But the lyrics pretty much stay the same throughout it. And the 1975 is kind of known for changing their style and doing different stuff. So if you didn't already know that going in, then just shame on you, man. Shame on you. Uh, but this seems to be like their last album for a while. Uh, their lead singer talked about um, kind of breaking up for a bit, not breaking up the band permanently, but just, you know, taking some time off from um, the 1975. Um, but yeah, I really like it. I could see this album becoming like a cult classic maybe later on, but um, I just think most people are going to be like, yeah, I don't get what they're trying to do here, which is completely understandable. Um, my favorite songs from this album are People, The End, Music for Cars, and Roadkill. Um, and my favorite lyric is, and I took ish for being quiet during the election. Maybe that's fair, but I'm a busy guy. I get stoned and go where I'm getting paid, but it's not really how babies get made. Yeah. I really like that one. All right. Uh, yeah. The 1975 is a very weird band to me because they have some songs that I love, like really, really, really love and yeah. will listen to a million times and repeat. And then they have on the exact same album, will release the other half of it where it's like six songs that I despise and I right. never want to listen to in my entire life. And I think just sounds absolutely terrible. So it's very much a love it or hate it thing song by song with the 1975 for me. I think I could make probably like a 20, song 1975 playlist that i would like desperately love yeah uh, but it would be just random songs from the different <laughs> the different stuff they'd put out i i can't listen to a whole 1975 album start <laughs> to finish and enjoy it which is why it's not showing up on my list dude you just gotta listen to the lyrics man it's all about the lyrics bro no i, I don't <laughs> think i will thank you though all right my my number eight is manic by halsey Okay. Uh, it was released in January. Um, Halsey is Ashley Nicolette Frangipani. Uh, Halsey is an anagram of her first name, Ashley. Yeah. Um, and she rules. Like, there's, I don't think there's anyone that's releasing better pop bangers right now than Halsey. Like, she, she puts out probably my favorite just straight up pop songs right now. Right. Uh, I'm a huge fan. I love her raspy voice. Um, it, this album isn't higher because there are a few duds on it. She kind of does that pop star thing where she releases her really, really great songs as singles. And then yeah. there's like the next like five songs are like, hey, these are pretty good. And then there's a lot of just like album filler because we want to we want to release a bunch of stuff right now. Um, and so she doesn't she doesn't have one of those like I can listen to every song on this album start to finish. Right. Uh, so it's not, not going to be higher for me, but her highs are very high. Uh, my favorite song is Graveyard, but there's four or five songs on this album that I listen to quite a bit on repeat. Big Halsey fan. Yeah, that barely uh, didn't make my list, but um, might be if we did a, if we were doing a 2020 album covers ranking, it would definitely be in my top five. That album cover is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sick. All right. Your number seven. Yeah, my number seven, which I'm fairly confident this will come up later for you, um, it's Reunions by Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. Um, this is, so for what people 
for the people that don't like country music and when they're talking about pop country music, this is what country music should sound like. It should sound like Jason Isbell. That is what real country sounds like. It's not freaking like Brian. That's not real country. <laughs> um, he is probably the best country songwriter in the country right now. And t- Tyler Ch- or Childers is catching it, catching him up to him. But right now, it's still Jason Isbell is the best songwriter. Um, in the country scene for sure. Um, obviously, my favorite song is Dream Sigil. I mean, that song is such a freaking heartbreaker. It's so good. Um, Only Children yeah. and Be Afraid. And my favorite lyric is from Dream Sigil. Um, New sneakers on a high school court and you swore you'd be there. I mean, oh, dude. Hmm. God, that nice. is a yeah, gut wrencher absolutely, right there. Absolutely coming up later for me. I love Jason Isbell. So, so we'll be talking about that one quite a bit later. Yeah. Uh, but I'll keep going, and I'm going to stay kind of in the same vein uh, as guys who are making good country music because there aren't very many of them anymore. Um, it, my number seven is Cutting Grass Volume 1 by Sturgill Simpson. Yeah. Um, it was released in October, um, and Sturgill Simpson makes country music like you were talking about, like he's making actually genuinely good. And I've talked before, maybe, I don't know if it was on air or if it was to you privately about just not being a big country music guy, but really it's more that I'm just very, very picky and selective right. about the country music. Like I, I could never listen to country radio or just trust somebody to put on a random country playlist. Right. Um, but when country music is good, I, I love it a lot. Um, but the interesting thing about this album is while Sergio Simpson is a country artist, this is a bluegrass album. Yeah. Um, and it actually super rules. Um, it's it's some originals and then some bluegrass versions of songs that he's released previously, which I think is a very cool idea. Um, I'm very, very into that idea. But this whole album is so fun. He's crazy, crazy talented. He released a volume two in December um, that I just haven't had much time to dive into but he described volume two as like, these are the songs I was too scared to put on volume one. So right. I'm actually really excited to dive into it. Um, my favorite song off this album is I don't mind. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. That's another one that uh, barely missed my, my rankings. Yeah. He's, sh- he's one of those dudes. He belongs in that conversation with, with Tyler Childers and with Jason Isbell, like of guys, the select few guys that are making very good country music still. Right. Yeah, totally. All right, your number six. Uh, my number six, which you already talked about, is uh, St. Cloud by Waxahachie. Um, yeah, most people, including iTunes, categorizes this as country, but it's not. It's way more like Bob Dylan. It's Americana music. I mean, that's that's the best way I can yeah. I can explain it. It's, yeah. it's just straight up Americana. Um, but yeah, it's so good. I mean... Katie Crutchfield, who's she is Waxahachie. Um, she just became newly sober, so these lyrics are just, I mean, straight from straight from her heart to the pen. I mean, it's so good. Um, and obviously, she sings a song about about uh, putting flowers into a Tobo Chico bottle. So I mean, I gotta yeah. love that. Like, come on. Um, yeah. but, but my favorite songs are "Can't Do Much," "Lilacs," and "Fire." And my favorite lyric is, if I could love you unconditionally, I could iron out the edges of the darkest sky from fire. I mean, dude, that is yeah, that is a crazy good lyric right there. Not a lot of people can write, the, write like that. This is one of those albums that I think the more I listen to it, it's going to shoot up this list because I really, really enjoy yeah. listening to it a lot. It's just, I think it's lower because she's one of those that I kind of just discovered during that, like, 
two week long music binge yeah. trying to fill out my list. I, yeah. I discovered her in that, and so there's just not as much of an attachment there to have her higher. Um, but she will be the more I listen to it. She's very, very good. Yeah. Okay. My number six is Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Um, it was released okay. in June. Um, Phoebe Bridgers is an angel sent from either heaven or hell. I haven't really decided yet whose entire purpose <laughs> is to ruin my life with music. Like she's, she's so freaking good. Her music is incredible. Her voice is incredible. She makes the most emotional music I've maybe ever heard. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about her specifically. If it's a combination of like her lyrics or her voice or the music she puts it into, or I guess it's just a combination of all of it. But like she, she like is just hell bent on ruining my day every time <laughs> I listen to her music. But it's just so incredibly good. I can't yeah. not. You know what I mean? Right. Um, like if I'm in that specific, sometimes a lot of times you're just in a mood where you just want to listen to sad music and veg out, you know what I mean? Um, Phoebe Bridgers has kind of become like, nobody's better at (laughs) just nobody's better and releasing better sad music than Phoebe Bridgers right now. She's exactly, um, my favorite song off of favorite song off of Punisher is Kyoto, uh, but there were a lot to choose from. Yeah, that's coming up later, a little bit later on my list. So good. you'll see. I would have how, been angry if it wasn't. So that's good. <laughs> y'all, y'all will see how emotionally wretching her lyrics are with the lyric that I've chosen. So yeah, perfect. <laughs> All right, uh, you're number five. Yeah, my number five is "The Slow Rush" by Tame Impala. Um, I love Tame Impala so much. Kevin Parker is such an interesting dude. I mean, he's kind of like Beck where he, he creates some music for the entire album by himself. Like he plays every instrument for the album. Um, and he uses this like really weird, like synthy sound, uh, mixed with like psychedelic pop and it works so well. Um, and it might just, I might be super high on this, um, because it's been five years since his last album. And I really love that one. Um, but I really hope it doesn't take another five years for him to release an album because this one was just right on the money for me. It was a perfect, perfect transition from his last one. Um, my favorite songs from this are Borderline, Breathe Deeper, and One More Hour. And my favorite lyric, which is from Borderline, is We're on the borderline, caught between the tides of pain and rapture. Whew, that's deep, bro. That's Jeez. deep. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm not super familiar with Tame Impala. I've heard of them, obviously. I haven't listened to a ton of their music for whatever reason. He Tame Impala is really good. Uh, he makes like very. They're not like even when the beat is like pretty up tempo, it's not gonna be like too much to where you're like I just can't listen to this right now. I think you'd really dig Tame Impala. Cool, I'll check yeah. it out. Uh, all right, keeping it moving. My number five uh, is Folklore. By Taylor Swift. Ooh, number five. It was, yeah. Uh, it's, again, this is just a really good year for yeah. music. A lot of yeah. people putting out bangers. Um, one of my more listened to albums, like probably my second most listened to album of 2020, though. Yeah. Uh, but my fifth favorite, released in July. Um, and I will admit, uh, I was never a very big Taylor Swift fan. Sorry, Brian Gill. I'm sure he just turned this episode off and i understand you probably deserve it i've never like i've never disliked her or any of her music like i've never been a taylor swift hater or or whatever Uh, it's just her music has never really done much for me um and then she decided to start making americana folk music (laughs) right uh, as soon as she decided to start doing that i was hooked folklore (laughs) is so good 
Um, shout out to Taylor Swift for saving 2020 with with like f- the 40 songs that she released between <laughs> her two albums or whatever. Um, I really, really hope she keeps making music like this. Like, oh, yeah. I think Americana Taylor Swift is the best Taylor Swift yeah. by far. Like I don't think it's even close. Yeah, for sure. This is the best so. version of Taylor Swift. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, my favorite song is uh, Exile with Bon Iver. Um, yes, yep. I chose the Bon Iver feature for both Folklore and Evermore. Um, I like Bon Iver. Suit me. <laughs> Dude, Bon Iver is great. Bon Iver, and, bon Iver and Taylor Swift just make really good music together for whatever reason. <laughs> so those are, those are my favorite on each album. But, yeah. All right, you're number four. Uh, my number four, uh, you already talked about this, but it's uh, Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Um, this girl, yeah. I mean... It is crazy that she released this album in 2020, but her cover of Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls with Maggie Rogers was more popular than this album. It makes no sense. I mean, that cover was great. (laughs) I mean, it was fantastic. so good. But um, I cannot believe that more people did not listen to this this album. It is so good. Um, She has such a huge future in front of her i think she's gonna go really far like i i she's great i'm i'm she's she's gonna be in my watch list like for the rest of time with whatever album she releases because she's really good um and i think she's a genius the way that she puts her album together in specific order of songs i think she's really smart with that um my favorite songs are garden song i know the end and kyoto which uh, you talked about earlier and then my favorite lyric is, I want to believe. Instead, I look at the sky and feel nothing. You you know I hate to be alone. I want to be wrong. From Chinese Satellite. I mean, come Jeez. on, dude. That is some deep stuff right there. Yeah. I promise you, listeners, I did not smoke anything before we recorded this podcast. These are, <laughs> <laughs> these yeah. are real lyrics. Her, uh, <laughs> her lyrics hurt me, like physically hurt me. Uh, also, I love this. You said Kyoto, like just the most that your Texan has never come out more obviously than you saying Kyoto. Kyoto, bro. <laughs> it's, it's Kyoto. I mean, it's fine. That's what uh, I said, man. But yeah, I, the, <laughs> don't shame her me, cover, dude. You're her shaming cover me. of Iris with Maggie Rogers ruined that entire day for me. Like literally, I got. I, I specifically remember it was I like got off work early or whatever. Yeah. And I came home the day that I found out about that cover and I listened to it for like four hours. Just I just had it on repeat and I laid around reading a book, listened to that song, and I was like, "Am I depressed? I don't think I'm depressed. I, I just really enjoy this." <laughs> Dude, and that but, uh, meme that came out cover so good. That meme that came out along with the song where it's Maggie Rogers pouring in milk in Phoebe Bridger's mouth and Maggie Rogers it says. Yeah the revolution and uh the milk is iris by the Goo dolls and phoebe bridgers is all of us i mean that that pretty that meme alone pretty much saved me during the quarantine yeah no, nothing funnier than an almost 30 year old white guy explaining a meme word by word good good audio it's content, a visual I think. Visual, visual meme man it's a it's yeah. a or uh, uh an audible meme great content ty we are really crushing this podcast thing goodness all right uh i'll keep it moving my number four is one that i know for a fact just because i know you is going to be coming up later uh it's women in music part three by heim yep yeah um released in june uh heim is made up of sisters sd danielle and alana heim 
Um, they all sing and they all play multiple instruments. They make rock music, but it's also kind of soft rock and sometimes pop and occasionally yeah. a little R&B and every now and then a little bit of country influence. And Haim absolutely rules. They're oh, so yeah. good. Yeah, they're I awesome. will I will listen to everything they come out with forever. Like as long as they decide to keep making music, I'm going li- to like listen to it. Yeah. Um, I think them as people are very fun. Like the stuff they post in their social media and interviews and stuff they do, I just like them. Like I just enjoy them as yeah. people. Which and they're hilarious. A little bit more. They're in that Netflix yeah, docu- super, fake super documentary um, that Bill Hader and and uh, Fred Armisen did. It's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're super funny. They're they're so incredibly stupidly talented. They're just cool. Like everything yeah. about them is just cool. The music videos they make even are just very, very cool and fun to watch. Yeah. And I don't care about music videos at all, but I watch all of theirs. <laughs> um, but I was just such a huge fan of Haim, but I know you're going to talk about him later on. So yeah, uh, I'll cut it off there. But my, my favorite song off of this album is The Steps. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's really, really good. All right. Your number three. Yeah, my number three is Folklore by Taylor Swift. So we are going to get a lot of hate for not having any Taylor Swift as our number one. And you know what? Everyone can just deal with it because music (laughs) is subjective. Um, So Swift, I mean, obviously the the switch um, that she made to folk Americana was genius. I mean, it was perfect for her. She already had a country background. Um, her pop stuff was just super annoying to me. So freaking annoying. I hated it so much. Um, and this definitely got me back into Taylor Swift. I remember listening to this album when she dropped it and I was like, Oh, well, I guess I like Taylor Swift again. Um, but yeah, it was so good. Obviously it's heartbreaking cause it's Taylor Swift and I guess everybody just wants to hurt her, which I don't understand why people are just, <laughs> there's so, like, if all of these songs are about multiple people, she has been just steamrolled by so many people. Um, but, um, (laughs) which sucks, man. She just needs to find like a good, like go find some like accountant, uh, just some just middle (laughs) of the road guy, like stop dating these famous people and then you'll be fine. Um, my favorite songs, um, from folklore were exile, my tears ricochet and cardigan. Um, and my favorite lyric is from my tears. They ricochet is I can go anywhere I want. Just not home. Ooh. Oh man, that is God. tough. You're bumming me out, dude. You are T bumming Swift. me out. T Swift, T Swifty. Well, it's just like crazy because, like, from her music, it seems yeah. like I have a better life than Taylor Swift, which I'm fine with believing that. <laughs> but you don't. You super don't. I'll go ahead and just say it now. You don't. Your life is fine. It's not better than Taylor Swift. I don't know, man. She can go anywhere she wants except for home. That sucks. <laughs> That's fair. All right, maybe you do. All right, uh, my number three. You've already mentioned it. It's uh, Reunions by Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. Oh, yeah. Um, it was released in May. Sometimes Jason Isbell releases music as a solo artist, and sometimes he makes it with the 400 Unit and releases it that way, which yeah. I don't really understand when or why he decides to. He just kind of does sometimes, and that's cool. Good for him. Yeah. Um, the 400 Unit is made up of some of the best names I've ever heard in music. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Sadler Vaden. Ooh, that's a great, great gosh, that's sounds a like he should be playing Sadler lacrosse Vaden. at like the university of virginia or something like that yeah uh jimbo hart oh yeah Derry de borgia Derry de borgia he sounds he sounds like he's from new orleans Derry de borgia from new orleans uh, chad gamble not as fun sounds yeah. like a college football player yeah which is fine and amanda shires 
That's um, super normal. They're, <laughs> they're musicians from Alabama. Um, it and they're all kind of just they're all from a part of Alabama that I guess Jason Isbell goes back to every now and then when he wants to make an album with him. right. Um, and which is cool. It's it's like country and southern rock and kind of bluesy. Yeah. Um, I really love Jason Isbell's voice. I love basically anything Jason Isbell wants to pump out. Um, and this album is great, but you already talked about it, so I don't need to harp on it too much. Uh, but my favorite song off of this album is What Have I Done to Help? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. It's a really, really good one. Yeah. So, all right, your number two. My number two is Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple. Um, so this was her first oh. album since 2012, and it's also the first album to get a perfect 10 out of 10 on Pitchfork in 10 years. The last album, the last album to get a ten out of ten was uh, my Dark Twisted Fantasy uh, by Kanye West, um, and they've only they've only given a hundred and twenty nine albums perfect tens. So um, this was awesome. I this is another album where it's like she does a lot of different experimental stuff in her in her songs that like if someone listened to this and was like I don't I really don't like it I'd be like yeah totally get it. Um, Fiona Apple is very much a kind of middle finger up to the music industry like just let me do whatever i want like the last the album she released in 2012 the one before that what was released in 1999 and she was making bangers and obviously people wanted her to make music and she's like nah i don't want to you can just go screw yourself because i'm gonna go do whatever i want and that's her <laughs> attitude i love it so much uh, but this album's so good i mean the lyrics are unreal um it's just so great um my three favorite songs are I want you to love me under the table and Shamika. And my favorite lyric is kick me under the table. All you want. I won't shut up from under the table. I mean, that's just a perfect, perfect lyric to explain exactly, exactly how she approaches pretty much everything in the music industry. Just like kick me all you want. I really don't care. Just middle finger up in there. Nice. I, I just haven't heard this one. I, like, yeah. I, it's This is not on my list because I dislike it or because I've avoided it or anything. I just, for whatever reason, haven't heard this one, but I will. I could certainly. very much see you uh, listening to this and being like, yeah, it's just not, not my kind of music. And, and I might, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, okay. My number two, I'm actually kind of excited because uh, this means that my number two and my number one didn't show up on your list at all. So no. we, we've had quite a few similarities, and so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... Kind of excited about this. All right. My number two is Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. Oh, okay. It was released in November. Um, I, I tried to – I've been giving, like, genres that these albums fall into or these singers fall into, uh, and it's very interesting with Stapleton because I just kind of kept on listing genres because yeah. he falls <laughs> into a lot of them. Like, he yeah. makes – Chris Stapleton makes country music, blues, southern rock, bluegrass, folk, and soul music. Yeah. Um, and like, I think all of those are accurate and applicable for yeah, totally for Chris Stapleton. Um, he's absolutely my favorite country music artist in the world right now. Like that's currently making music. Uh, and like, I don't think a whole lot of people are going to argue with that one. Um, he's just so insanely, stupidly talented. He's got like a million Grammys and country music awards and they're all super, super deserved. Um, and again, I've talked about not being a big country music guy, but he's one of these guys that obviously is making good country music, but also he just kind of transcends country music because of all right. of the other genres that he, he dips into. He's not making straight up country music. He's making like this, this song is inspired by like eight different genres and they're all <laughs> applicable here. 
Right, yeah. Chris um, Ableton's good. He rules, man. He's just so good. Uh, my favorite song off of Starting Over Over is uh, You Should Probably Leave. Yeah, that's a good um, one. And if you are one of those people that just avoids anything that might be labeled country, one, I get it, I understand, but check out Chris Stapleton. He's, yeah. gosh, he's so good. Yeah, that's another album that barely right. barely missed my list. It was released pretty late. It was like middle of November, so yeah. I get it. That that makes sense. All right, let's let's uh, let's hear you talk about Haim. <laughs> yeah, it's Women in Music Part 3, Haim. I mean, Haim, I stand for Haim so much. I mean, they are so great. Uh the the things they do like you talked about it they're they're very diverse in their music making they're not held down to one thing and if you're listening to their music since they were releasing these albums they've like grown so much in their like musical ability like they're learning new instruments or learning new ways to produce music it, it's awesome they're so great i love they they get featured in so many songs and they're all like super small indie songs, except for maybe T Swizzle, um, Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, I mean they're just so good. I, I don't think they're they're ever gonna stop making really great music. Um, I I mean they're they're so great. I I, I think they're at the end of their career. I think they're gonna be one of the one of the greatest bands of all time. I mean they're just so great. Uh, my three favorite songs from this album is Now I'm In It, F-U-B-T, and Gasoline. And my favorite lyric is, I know alone like no one else does from I Know Alone. Ooh. Oh, man. That cuts it's deep. Crazy that you, you listed your three favorite songs on that album when I listed my favorite songs from that album. And like mine is different, but neither of us are wrong because yeah. this album is just that good. Oh, yeah. There's not a bad song on this album at all. For sure. Great choice. Uh, okay, moving on to my my number one is Marigold by Pine Grove. Okay. I, I think a lot of people probably saw this one coming. I'm, I talk about Pine Grove a lot. Yeah. Um, this one was released in January. Uh, Pine Grove has become my – because people ask you your favorite band all the time, and it's an, just an impossible question to answer because it kind of depends on the day and what mood I'm in and – just so many factors because music, like especially my music taste is so fluid uh, that right. it's, it's hard to answer. Um, Pine Grove has kind of just become my go-to answer for that question of who's your favorite band. It's a pretty safe choice because there's a good chance that I'm going to be in the mood to listen to Pine Grove that day. Um, I I listen to this album so much more than I listen to anything else in the year yeah. 2020, and my Spotify wrapped can attest to that for me. Like, I... It was just every. It was, I checked my Spotify Wrapped and it was all Pine Grove all the time, basically. Yeah. Um, the the core members of Pine Grove are singer and guitarist Evan Stevens Hall and drummer Zach Levine. Um, they've been friends and making music together since they were kids. The music is indie rock and folk, and there's some country influences in there. And so they like they make music uh, of all the genres that I really love. They just kind of wrap it up into one nice neat little package which is very much up my alley um they're also weirdly enough they're releasing a feature length movie that comes with a 22 song soundtrack in like a couple of days that, like we're recording this on a monday this episode's <laughs> gonna release on a thursday the movie is releasing on wednesday so the day before this episode comes out um, apparently the lead singer Evan wrote a short story that they then decided to turn into a feature length movie. 
um, and also make a 22-song original soundtrack to accompany the movie that they're going to release separately, which is weird. Like, indie bands are weird. Interesting. (laughs) Like, whatever. Uh, But I guess they made it so that they could raise money for charity, which yeah cool um it's it's gonna be very weird but obviously i'm gonna watch it uh proceeds from the movie are going to the sunrise movement movement which is like a climate change organization and apparently that's like 90 percent of the reason that they decided to make an entire movie and also a full 22 song album is like let's make some money for charity which great good on them it's also just very weird like i they they released a couple (laughs) trailers for it and it's like it's like uh Somebody who was in film school who said their favorite director was Wes Anderson tried oh, to make no. a Wes Anderson movie. Oh, no. That's basically what they're doing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to be terrible. Like, I'm a, I'm 95% sure it's going to be awful and so stupid, but I did pre-order the soundtrack to it on vinyl already, so hopefully at least the soundtrack is good because I definitely pre-ordered that like a month ago, and I don't think the soundtrack is going to be released for like another month, so who knows. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> but my my favorite song on favorite song off Marigold is uh, the alarmist. The alarmist, uh, but it's a, this is one of those that every single song is good, and yeah. you just started on started on the first song and listen to the whole thing, and you're gonna enjoy it. I really really like Pine Grove. Yeah, I feel like you told me to listen to this album like sometime around the summer or something like that, and I still haven't listened to it. Yeah, well, it's it's because I suggested it, and uh, you're <laughs> stubborn, so kind of the only reason yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. very good i actually uh i had heard of this band and i listened to them quite a bit a couple of years ago and then kind of forgot that they existed and then uh talking in the mad about movies discord and the music channel kent uh garrison reminded me that pine grove is coming out with a new album because kent's yeah. also a huge pine grove fan and that just rekindled like, oh yeah pine grove freaking rules and this album just happened to be incredible so made it easy for me yeah absolutely all right that is our 2020 albums list let's uh let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with our special guest judge and we are back with this week's special guest judge um he's already been on an episode he's here for the second time he's one of the co-hosts of uh the spread the floor podcast it's tobin hodges what's up dude how's it going glad to be back this is one of my weekly listens podcasts, so you guys oh, should wow. feel very honored because I only, I only listen it's, to like four because I don't have the I don't have the attention span for much more than that. So it's not even one of my weekly listen podcasts, so that's very nice. <laughs> no, you can't say. you can't listen back to yourself. That's too hard to do. I don't. I barely listen to my podcast. I just listen to make sure I didn't you know screw up anything more than anything. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I will have to I'll have to put it on every now and then because it's like what did I say here? Did I say something embarrassing here? And I'll go back and listen and realize I did in fact say something very embarrassing, but now at least I'm aware of it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of, kind of the only reason I ever listen to your own podcast. Cause it really, the sound of my own voice is just, well now I don't you know. I'm gonna... Ty loves the sound of his own voice cause he's a narcissist, but I that's don't true. like listening that to myself. Very true. I don't know what I'm going to do now though, because I don't want to listen to this podcast because I don't want to hear myself. So I guess I I lost one of my four podcasts for this week. So the the like. discussion portion discussion portion was about forty five minutes. So you can okay, listen okay. to that. Just cut yeah. it off whenever there you go. Yeah, there exactly. You go. All right, uh, Tobin. This week we are talking about uh, albums that came out in the year twenty twenty. Um, thought you would be the perfect guest for this uh, because your your job is in the musical world. Um, if you want to kind of 
I, I don't I don't want to say that if you can show why you're a good choice because that seems like I don't I don't need you to prove yourself because like we have no credibility at all here but it's just kind of a like you you're a musical dude and so it made a whole lot of sense for you to be the judge for this one well unlike you guys I am very credible to be a judge of this stuff yeah. because I have a degree that says my opinions are smarter than yours because it's a go. degree in music so that's always one of my arguments when I don't like I was just talking to Ty off the air like I don't argue too much with too many people about music and their opinions but whenever I don't like their opinions I always like send him a picture of my diploma that says my opinion is smarter than yours. So, in fact, I think I did that to Meg one time in the in one of our group chats of, you know, this is why I'm right. And I sent her a picture of my diploma. <laughs> so, yeah, but, I think that might have been about the Vin Diesel song. It may have been. Uh, no, because I actually agree with her there. I think it's hilarious. So, no, I don't I don't remember what it was, but like. So, I mean, yeah, I'm a music teacher and I also dabble in, you know, music and I play some music and I've used to be in some really like probably embarrassingly now uh, bands in college and, you know, things like I was a I was a keys player for a Journey cover band when I was in college. So that was fun. Oh, heck yeah. So and I'm not even old enough to know who Journey is, but I was still in it. So Tobin, yeah. were you in a ska band? Oh, yeah, I was in a ska band. Yeah. For- for a little, yeah. When you're a band guy, you kind of, and you're a brass player, it's pretty much a rite of passage, at least. Because y'all, I mean, okay, y'all are both. I'm pretty sure younger than I am. And actually, I know, uh-huh. I know, Danny is. I'm pretty sure you are, Ty. But yeah. whenever I was in high school and like I started getting really good at band, like that was whenever ska had their like two year peak, and it was like <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. If you're like a trumpet player, like I can use this nerdy instrument for rock, and it was like you know you really couldn't, but you know. So that was before yeah, I could play. Moment. Yeah, that was before I could play any, like, actual, you know, band instrument, like, you know, rock and roll instruments. So, yeah. Uh, we, so yeah, I had a I had a ska band in high school, and we played um, some real big fish at a talent oh. show whenever we played. Yeah, we, Heck yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> did y'all wear, did y'all I, all I, wear I to... uh, matching, like, those Jason Mraz hats? Uh, what are they called? <laughs> no. No. The fedoras or whatever? Yeah. No. <laughs> We were band kids. We didn't need to make ourselves any more, re- any more, you know, be- beat upable. So <laughs> that's a fair point. Yeah. So okay. Uh, so yeah, you have literally a degree in music, which means that we can feel pretty good that you're going to choose the right list on this one. Yeah, which is I, good. I, I, thank I will you for say, bringing, thank you for bringing the smallest amount of credibility to this incredibly like really dumb show. I know both of you pretty well, and I'm almost certain I know whose list I'm choosing. Like, I I can guarantee. Like, I if if I I think I'm going to say it out loud too before y'all tell me whose is whose because I'm pretty sure I know whose list is whose just just from knowing you guys. So that's not great oh, okay. because now it's just like uh, oh Tobin's going to pick who he likes better is all that's going through my head. No, I, no, I am I am credible. I am choosing who I think has the better <laughs> musical list. So I, I am. Yeah, we're I am all about it. Sure that I choose. We're all about incredible in, our uh, integrity on this podcast. It's a very yeah, exactly. Yeah, honesty, integrity, credibility is kind of the cornerstones <laughs> that the rankings was built on. Obviously, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you guys are ready, um, I think now is a good time. I'll go ahead and read out our lists to you, Tobin, uh, and then Ty and I are gonna shut up for a few minutes, and you kind of have the floor to talk about whatever you want and we can't really do a whole lot of back and forth until you ultimately pick a winner so if you guys are ready for that I, i'll go ahead and get started with list a let's yeah. do it 
All right, list A, the honorable mentions are RTJ4 by Run the Jewels, Seeking Thrills by Georgia, and Evermore by Taylor Swift. Number 10 is Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Number 9 is It Is What It Is by Thundercat. 8 is Notes on a Conditional Form by The 1975. 7 is Reunions by Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. 6 is St. Cloud by Waxahachie. 5 is The Slow Rush by Tame Impala. Four is Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Three is Folklore by Taylor Swift. Two is Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple. And number one is Women in Music Part Three by Haim. All good there? Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to list B. First honorable mention is Sync Originals by Toby and Wigwe. Uh, second one is St. Cloud by Waxahachie. And then Live Forever by Bartiz Strange. Number 10 is Evermore by Taylor Swift. Nine is Color Therapy by Soccer Mommy. Eight is Manic by Halsey. Seven is Cutting Grass Volume One by Sturgill Simpson. Six is Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Five is Folklore by Taylor Swift. Four is Women in Music Part Three by Haim. Three is Reunions by Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. Two is Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. And one is Marigold by Pinegrove. Uh, Tobin, you have the floor for a little bit. <laughs> okay, so I... I went through y'all's list, and they're very similar, which is, you know, cool, I guess, but also, like, makes this show a little bit harder, because I can't yell at y'all as much as I want to, um, or I just yell at both of y'all, I guess, but, so, I went through, <laughs> and I went through, and I put, like, you know, check marks next to the songs that I, you know, like, slash maybe agree with your position, I put X's on You're an Idiots, and I put, um question marks on the ones I did not know. So I try to stay on top of current music trends because being a teacher, I want to make sure I'm kind of like in the know. But I've noticed that every year I get older, like the more and more I just don't want to listen to newer music. (laughs) And so there's some of these things that I I don't know or I didn't realize I knew. Like I started listening to him when I was like, oh, okay. Because I actually researched y'all's list and I listened to stuff I didn't know. Um, The... The, so each of y'all had one that I, d- I have never heard of, and that was uh, for one of them, it was Tame Impala, um, but I realized I knew him whenever I listened to some of his stuff, and the other one was Soccer Mommy, which in that one was interesting. I hadn't heard that one before, um, but everything else, for the most part, I either knew or realized I knew after the fact uh, oh, and another one y'all both had that I did not know was the Waxahachie St. Cloud album. And that was that's going to be, you know, for future reference, that's going to be a, f- a future listen for me because I actually really enjoyed the few that I picked off of that. So both y'all had, had that, which is good. Um, <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read my list, and then I'm going to – because I think that will kind of give me some freedom to talk more openly about where I'm going. But so I had a few that were on y'all's list, but not as much as – I wasn't as in sync as you guys were, but – uh, so here's my honorable mentions. I had Fleet Foxes Shore, which is a, you know, Fleet Foxes have been around for a while. And then I had this uh, band called Beach Bunny and an album called mm-hmm. Honeymoon. That which just is missed out fantastic. on my, just missed out on my list. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Barty's missed out on my list pretty quickly. I mean, pretty, it was a, it was a pretty, like one of my first omissions. And then uh, I really like Toby and, and Wee Wee. 
but I like his EPs more than I like his album, I guess is a better way to put that. So he kind of missed my, my list too. Uh, my second honorable, my third honorable mention is Miley Cyrus Plastic Hearts. And I, I don't know how to feel about that because I don't really, but <laughs> I, she, she makes good music and yeah. I don't like her. Like she drives me crazy. Like she's annoying as all get out, but um, her, her music's pretty, pretty good. And I think we were talking with somebody about that one day in one of our, uh, Discord chats, which is pretty funny, but um, so that those are my honorable mentions. All right, so my number ten is Perfume Genius, the Set My Heart on Fire Immediately. Uh, that album is fantastic, and it's it's a very Prince vibe. If you haven't listened to it, you should check it out. I really like that one. Um, another one that just barely missed out on my list. Cool. Uh, another one that you, is my number nine is one y'all might have never heard of. It's a band called Porridge Radio uh, with their album Every Bad and. This is one that I think if we actually had music festivals this year, this band probably would have made it, like probably would have jumped on the page a little bit more. But since we didn't have any festivals because the world's falling apart, I don't think they got as much play as that they probably would have. Uh, so, but they're really good. Um, number eight, I had Isbell and the 400 Union Reunion, uh, just like you guys did. N- not my favorite Isbell album, but really, really solid. Uh, number seven, I had Run the Jewels. I'm a big RTJ fan, uh, listening to them for years. Uh, number six, I had Josh Ritter's See Here, I've Built You a Mansion. Um, Josh Ritter is really, really good. And I've, me and Brian actually took our wives to see him live in Austin one time, and his band is so, so, so good. Uh, so anything he puts out, you know, I, I typically will listen to. And yeah, you guys are concert goers in normal times, right? Like, y'all like yeah. going to concerts? I, I am, yeah. No. Yeah. So no, I'm very, thing- I'm very old man. Stay at home. I don't need you singing in my ear. I'm, I'm, I'm old and grumpy when it comes to concerts. <laughs> okay, I think that's this is probably my musician background coming in. But like when I go see people live and I, I, I sit and watch their craft and how they do their stuff, it typically makes my music level of appreciation like go higher for them, and they typically will make my rotation a lot more. And he definitely fell into that category. I always liked him, but when I started like. After I went to watch him and kind of watch his process and how he plays with his band, like it put him in my normal rotation pretty pretty strongly. So, uh, real good, real good album. You know, it's got a good variety of like uh, easy listening, but also some fun, some you know folky rock stuff. It's real good. Uh, number five is a an album y'all both had on your list. I had the Hyam Woman of Music, Part Three. Nice. Um, great, great album. Uh, number four for me is Pine Grove's Marigold. Um, it's not their best album that I've listened to, but it's, uh, it's, you know, it's still pretty good. Like they, I don't know. They really remind me of the Decemberist. Do you remember the Decemberist? Yeah. yeah. Like whenever their, their lead singer, I swear, like either sing with them and I don't realize it or like he could be like a fill in and they wouldn't, they wouldn't skip a beat. It's crazy. Um, number three is an album that I doubt either one of y'all's heard of. Uh, it's from a band named Dogleg and it's an album named Melee. And if there was a, if someone said we need to make an album in 2020 that high school Tobin would love, this is it. It's a very <laughs> punk rock, very like you know screamo punk rock type album, and it's really it's really good. So uh, if you like that kind of stuff, you should check it out. And then number two for me is Phoebe Bridgers' Punisher. Um, I've actually been on her train for a while, thanks to my buddy Caleb. Uh, Hinojosa, he's who's actually a musician himself, and he uh, he turned me on to her a couple of years ago, and I've been listening to her ever since, and I've loved her. And number one, I will admit admit that I cheated, and I put <laughs> Taylor Swift's Folklore and Evermore together. 
Yeah. And there and that's my number one. And the reason I did that is because I wanted to get more than albums on that on my list. But also because I really do view it as one album. It's kind of like when Justin Timberlake came out with the 2020 Masterpiece and he did it in two separate albums. That's really what I view this as because I, I think she probably intended to put it out as one album, but then was like, oh, crap, I have 60 songs. I got to split this up, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So I definitely cheated on that, but, I, you know, the rules don't matter, so I'm going to do that anyway. <laughs> um, and then that's – so that's my number one. I think that one thing is that's really important about albums is – we don't listen to albums as much as we used to. Like now it's just find the hot song and listen to like a, you know, a mix. And I think albums, like I listen to full albums. Like if I listen to something, I typically run it, you know, front to back. Cause I think it's very important. And Taylor right. Swift does a good job of putting the songs in the order they need to be in. Yeah. And so there's some artists that don't do that anymore, but I think that she really, really found that magic with her albums. And so that's why it's my number one. Plus it's just, it's amazing. Um, on top of that, I really feel like she hung out with Phoebe Bridgers this year and was <laughs> like, I want to do that. And so, Taylor, don't stop doing it. Keep doing it forever. I don't want to hear anything else ever again from you. Just do yeah, this we instead. Both, we both so. talked in the discussion part, and it's like, if Taylor Swift will keep making Americana music, then like we'll be very, very into it. Like it's yeah. If she just keeps up with this vibe, it's so good. I really need her to come out with an album with just her and Bonnie Vare the whole time. Well, yeah, that would be like, awesome. Just do that. That would be so Gosh, awesome. Gosh, so good. But I think also my music taste has changed a little bit, too, in the last few years, because I used to never really get into bands with, with female front leads, you know? And so yeah. and if you look at my list, I have a lot. So, um, okay, on to your list, now that I've done mine. I think that there's a good mix of y'all's list on my list, but also some new stuff, but... Um, okay, so each each of you have six likes on, on mine, so it's very close. Um, there's a reason why I'm choosing the list that I'm choosing, because there are two things on the list that I'm not choosing that I think are pretty egregious. And so I'm, go, I'm just going to say it. So the first one, the, the thing that I'm going to go with, I'm going with list A, which is Ty. I'm going to bet money on it. Yeah. Is it Ty? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I knew yeah. it. I knew it. when I saw this list, I was like, okay, they're both good, but okay, Wiser, here's where you messed up, man. Okay. Chris Stapleton messed up. <laughs> Number what? two, Chris Stapleton. I can't stand the guy, man. I just like can't I just don't That's like, it. like That's an insane thing you just said. <laughs> I mean, honestly, okay, listen, I know I'm in the minority. I do, but there's just something about him that's never like I've never gotten into. And if you had him at like eight, maybe, I'd be like, okay, like I, I could I could live with that, but two was pretty rough for me. Um, both of y'all's number two was was pretty out there for me. Like I, the only reason I'm not like faulting Ty as much for Fiona Apple is, but just because I will, she's just not my thing. Right. And I, as I said earlier, like I I wasn't really in the female leads, and she's kind of came back out of nowhere because she was real big in like the early 2000s, you know, late 90s, and and then she came back with this album, and you know everybody's raving about it, but it's just not really. I don't know. There's something about her voice that's always rubbed me, you know, that's always never really stuck with me. I um, want to tell you, I want to just start shouting that you're wrong and insane about Chris Stapleton, but you literally have a degree in music. That's true. That's true. That yes. I'm wrong. So well, I don't listen. have much of a leg to stand on here, but you're insane. Chris Stapleton is incredible. There are things that he does that I like, but I don't think he's consistent. So that's why I don't really listen to him. Uh, you know, it's not like it's, he's it's a bad thing. It's just, a, it's just a, you know, I don't know just a preference more than anything. Um, but I will say the title track from that album, I actually pretty, I dig, but 
the rest of it I don't really care for. Um, Pine Grove is solid. If you haven't listened to Cardinal by Pine Grove, you're really yep. missing out. Like that's a that's a fantastic album. Um, is is Bill number three was a pretty big you know I loved that and then uh, but you both are sleeping on T Swift so Wiser you having T Swift at five was a pretty big pretty big hit as well so just just saying I, so, it's one of those deals that in most years like this album would have been much higher but 2020 was a great year for music because everyone was locked at home and so musicians yeah. had the chance I mean, to make a lot of music so most years it would have been higher but it just I, I can't think of any in my top four that I would put it over, and I really loved fo- – like, Folklore is literally on my record player right now, and I'm going to turn it on as soon as we're done recording because it's so good. I, d- I do appreciate that you knew who Bartiz was, that that dude's – he's coming up. That's he's pretty great. talented. It's so man. good. He's that so is good. a good, good album. Uh, and I told you, like, Toby and, and Wigwe, like, really good, you know. Um, yeah, this is probably my least favorite thing that Toby and Wigwe has – come out with was the sync mm-hmm. originals um but he had to make my list because he is my favorite rapper by far mm. okay uh ty your list is solid i don't know who uh tame impala like i said i didn't know who tame impala was um i, I just i love that high album it's so good like yeah. and and thundercat is very underrated like oh, i'll absolutely. admit like i i was out on him pretty early because I knew of him because of TikTok, and that right. that made me think less of him pretty pretty drastically. Um, and it probably wasn't fair, but like any song that's being used a thousand times for the same <laughs> dumb video yeah. on TikTok, I'm probably sure. gonna be be out on. Um, which is the same reason I don't really like Dua Lipa. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> um, but I I listened to that Thundercat album more after y'all sent me your list a couple weeks ago, and man, I I. I dug it. Like I really, I really like it. It's got some great jazz stuff in it, and some great uh, chord changes that you don't hear in in general music very often, which is great. Um, yeah. I love the 1975. This is just not one of my favorite albums that they've done, but I do love them a lot. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and Run the Jewels. You know, I got gosh, like I said, I, I this this was a rough year for rap and hip hop. I, usually, I would have more um, rap and hip hop stuff in my top ten, but everything seemed to kind of like go folk this year it's very much a is, sad yeah. music year yeah everyone was depressed is. so they just wanted sad music and that's yeah. why phoebe bridgers took over the whole world i think i think that's why <laughs> i had great. i had dua lipa in my top 10 and i had georgia in my honorable mentions because i just like i listened to them so much because i was just like okay i need something like happy that i can roll the windows down and mm-hmm. just just you know be happy and not sad okay i do have a question wiser what's with you and halsey Halsey's rad, dude. She's, dude that's weird, man. She, no one's putting out better <laughs> pop bangers right now than Halsey. Just... The, she's lower on my list because she she does that pop star thing, and I mentioned this earlier in the discussion. She does a pop star thing where she has like five or six really, really, really good songs that she releases as singles and then kind of a lot of album filler. And so the album as a whole isn't fantastic, but her highs are very, very high and very good. <laughs> maybe that's just because I'm not really in a pop like zone right now. So that's probably part of it. But I, yeah. cause I, I don't know much of her stuff off the top of my head. Like if you played a song, you're like, Oh, okay. That's, you Oh, know. I'm going to send you some Halsey but, stuff as soon as we get down out of here, my dude. <laughs> um, so- soccer mommy was a new one for me. Like, where did you, where'd you find that one? I, I don't remember. I think I was just kind of, uh, 
my guess is how I how I find most new music is Spotify. Like, oh, if you like this artist, maybe you'll like this artist. And I listen to a lot of those like recommended ones. Um, and Soccer Mommy, she I said in the episode, she sounds like she uh, was pulled straight from a Gilmore Girls episode. The music that she puts out, like it's very early two thousands soft rock, like the type of stuff that Gilmore Girls played uh, a <laughs> lot of. And which is a compliment for me. I think that's great. And I'm really into that. And I just think that she's she's really fun and good. I like Soccer Mommy a lot, but I'm pretty new to me, which is why it wasn't which is why it was down at nine and not a little bit higher. And usually I'm with you on Sergil, but for some reason this album didn't really click with me this year. I don't know. Not why, a bluegrass guy. I am actually. I just I don't know, just it kinda I surprised me too. more. Yeah, I mean it was good, but it kinda I, I guess I was just expecting something different and I don't remember when it came out, like what part of the year it did, but I think at that that part of the year I was just really in it. it didn't it come out at the same time that folklore did, like or close October to October came out in October. Okay, so not at all, yeah. No, I don't remember yeah. what it was, but it's just I, I I like have a weird soft spot in my heart for bluegrass for some reason. Um, like I really love bluegrass music, and one of my favorite country artists releasing a bluegrass album is like it's right up my alley. Um, how did you guys get tuned into Waxahachie? I I found them while I was doing like a deep dive through like Americana music on Spotify. Like I started mm. with Tyler uh, Childers and then went to something from there and went to something from there and ended up with Waxahachie. And I just love the the sound so much. Waxahachie is cool. brand new to me. I didn't. I I was I pushed back on doing this episode for a long time because I don't keep up with new music very well at all. Um, and so I had to kind of do a two-week deep dive into 2020 albums to try to fill out my list. And I found Waxahachie doing that because I looked up best albums of 2020 and she kept coming up <laughs> uh, and like was very, very, very into it. This is she's the one this episode that. Uh, she's going to climb up my list the more I listen to this album. I just didn't have enough time with it for it to be very high on mine yet. Yeah, I guess I should say, I should have said on the beginning of my list that I probably made like three different versions of this this week, and it will <laughs> definitely change, I'm sure, at some point in the next year or two. So, um, yeah, another, okay, so another Americana band to tune you guys into, and any of you listeners, like the eight of you that are listening. Um, the... The, if you like Americana, they haven't come out with a new album recently, and their lead singer kind of does a lot of solo stuff too. So like it's it's this but the band is kind of a back burner I think thing right now. It's a group called from Minnesota called Trampled by Turtles, oh, and they're so good. Oh, do y'all know them already? I, I, I I've seen them live and they're awesome. Oh, they're so gosh. good live, dude. It's so great because it's like. It, it's like Americana and bluesy all at the same time, and they have yeah. like a mandolin and violins and. Um, it's just really good. Um, Wiser, if you've ever seen the way, way back, one of their songs was like, was pretty, um, oh. I think it's the song they played at the end of the movie. And that's why like, I was watching that and I was like, what is this song? And I looked it up and it was like, from that point on, I was hooked and like, they, they're great. They have a really good cover of the Pixies, where's my mind. Um, so that's, yeah. that's really good too. Uh, but yeah, they, they haven't put out now, but they put out an album this year. That would have been like number one on my list, hands down. Like there's no, no yeah. doubt in my mind. So, um, cool. So yeah, check that out if you want to, and check out Dogleg. Dogleg like ended up making a lot of lists for top albums this year, but I don't know why. But it, it, maybe they all maybe everybody wants punk rock to come back. But it was, I mean, it's great. It's really good. Yeah, so that would be awesome if Sweet. punk rock came back. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And if you're not listening to Phoebe, if you're not listening to Phoebe Bridgers, then you're an idiot. Listen to Phoebe yeah. Bridgers. Like, absolutely. Cosine. 
cool all right got a couple uh suggestions from tobin ty do you have any like hey i didn't get a chance to message or to listen or mention this in the episode but you should listen to this band i'm kind of putting you on the spot here uh i mean if we're talking about apache i mean i'm talking about uh like america americana apache relay is a really a really good band that that i like a lot um they i i can't tell you when the last time they came out with an album um but they're they're really yeah. good um, I mean, I have so many, I have, I have a playlist that I just put songs that I like on, on Spotify and it's like 700 yeah. songs deep right now. So if anybody <laughs> wants to, wants to just find me on Spotify, then you can just shuffle through that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I pretty much nailed everything that I was super into, uh, this year. And I obviously haven't listened to the new Springsteen album just cause I'm so nervous to listen to it because I'm such a huge Springsteen fan. That, like I I Brian loves it. it. Yeah, Brian yeah. actually recommended it to me, and it's not my thing. Yeah, I I'm super out on Springsteen, but me that's too. just I don't like Springsteen at all, really. I'm not really like I, that's I again I know that's an unpopular opinion, but for some reason I just never have been able to get into those guys. Um, the uh, the other <laughs> no, thing right. is if you so I actually made a Spotify playlist uh, for you guys to like I basically Sweet. took the um the songs from y'all's top albums and i took the most played song on spotify and put through in the playlist and if you if you guys both had it i took like the top two songs like that so if you want to share that on your socials and i threw in a couple of mine too because like that's a good if you don't if you're listening and you're like man i haven't heard of any of these guys this would be a great way to start uh getting in some new music and finding some old stuff too another great band is it's not americana but the delta saints they haven't put out an album in a couple years but they're freaking awesome the delta saints really good like you know grunt like rock kind of america kind of rock band so yeah sweet you I did the spotify earlier. work for us we had talked about like we'll we'll make a playlist with a few songs but you did it for us that's rad thank you for i did taking, i just i just sent it to you guys too so y'all can post it yeah and yeah. find me on spotify it, you'll probably laugh because i i should have if i had the wherewithal to go back when i was you know first start teaching and create a school spotify account it would have been a lot better because basically my yeah. Spotify wrapped every year is like, you like classical music and kids bop. And I'm like, yeah, I do play, play a lot of that I in my do. classroom. And so, <laughs> but so if you ever, if you ever see me listening to something cheesy or like some sort of like children's song, just remember I'm a teacher and it's not, you know, I'm not just jamming to wheels on the bus necessarily. So, but, but you also might be like, it, it's not as yeah, I mean, chance that you are. Yeah. Yeah. I think I told you all my album idea. So yeah. Uh, just, you know, find me on spotify too i'll have it my playlist you know open and stuff like that as well but don't yeah, like find said, me on spotify because i'm boring <laughs> and i'm mostly listening to phoebe just, just listening to chris stapleton over and over again Dude, I, i'm shocked honestly like out of everything that we talked about this episode i'm the most shocked about you not liking chris stapleton i thought that was a sure thing Mm-mm. nope That's and crazy. i've gotten a lot of mean comments about it from our friends too but it's because no, it's an insane thing that you think. I mean, fair maybe. I just like <laughs> like I am I am fairly new to to like even listening to anything remotely country. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely an older Tobin thing because like when I was a kid, like the last thing I wanted to hear was country because yeah. I lived in Texas and I was like, this all sucks. <laughs> Why are we listening to this? You know. Um, so I never really got into country. My you know my parents were both musicians and so they were really good about you know, letting me find my own musician's path. And like my parents group, you know, raised me on like queen and journey and Michael Jackson and, yeah. um, all kinds of stuff. And so thankfully I had a pretty broad 
uh, taste growing up too. But like country was one that I was, I was like, no. And it was almost like, I mean, y'all know me and well to know I'm pretty petty and stubborn. So I was like, I just didn't, you know, I'm not listening to country cause I'm from Texas. Like, you know, like I'm not going to, not going to be one of those guys. So, so I still don't like country, but I like the folk stuff and I like old countries. Like, you know, I've been, like, yeah. I, I dig, I dig like Willie Nelson and stuff like that, but You'll yeah, get, get that, get that Luke Bryan and you know, Ugh. Yeah. Boy, oh yeah. No, there's I'm there's even either, some there's even were, some Sturgill stuff that we're gonna hang out one day and listen to Tyler Childers. I'm just gonna make you. Hang oh out no. You're gonna be in. There's it. even there's even some stuff that like Sturgill does that I'm just like okay that's too country for me and I can't do it. Like when you start <laughs> getting get that. I'm like nope I'm out. <laughs> like thank no thanks. You'll get there man it's fine. Still uh, guitar is great but you don't have to play it that way. <laughs> You you just gotta really really search for uh, good country music. It's hard yeah. to find, which sucks, but it makes yeah. it that much more better when you find it. And much more better when you find it. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, I did. There was a couple. I think I I think I threw away my seventh draft of my list, but there um <laughs> there was a couple of bands that came back out of the woodworks this year. Like the Strokes came out with an album, and that oh, was yeah. cool. Like, I mean it. It's very, it's very strokes, but I mean, yeah. it, that's cool that they're coming out with an album again. Uh, Kings of Leon just dropped a single last week, so dude, I'm you know. pumped. I love Kings of Leon. I hate, I hate them as people. I've met them three times, and they're just the worst people. <laughs> they're I've not ever good met people. In my entire life, yeah. Um, but they make great music. They're so good. That's also why they they aren't making music as much anymore because they're awful people. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. But okay, yeah. cool. Uh, Tobin, thanks for being on, dude. I really appreciate it. You do have bad taste in, in lists of music, but that's fine. I'm not going to hold that against you. Oh, I got, hang on. I got one more drop. Okay. So, okay. uh, we have a buddy. He actually helped me write the music for, uh, spread the floor. Uh, but my buddy, Caleb Hinojosa, he's a local guy and he's been putting out some stuff. Caleb Hinojosa music. He's got some really, really good stuff. He's only like 19 and he writes like he's, you know, 40 with a bunch of life experience and stuff. And so I'll, I'll shoot you guys a link to that too, but uh, yeah, we'll check that. check out Caleb Hinojosa. His stuff is great. It's very very uh, earthy, very like you know America Americana, and the dude is a fantastic musician all around. So yeah, check that out. Sweet, okay. we will uh, we'll make sure and post that to our like twenty listeners and thirty Twitter followers, and <laughs> we'll we'll blast that dude out there. We'll make sure and nice. do that for sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, let's go ahead and get out of here. Oh, I guess uh, I didn't I didn't recommend a band. Uh, the Backseat Lovers. I've been listening to a lot of the Backseat Lovers the last week or so, and they're super good. You should check. I've them. heard of them. Really, really good. Uh, okay, thanks for listening to the Rank Kings. Uh, huge shout out. Well, not a huge shout out. Small shout out, I guess, to Tobin since he didn't pick my list. So you get a little <laughs> bit of a, a little bit of a thanks. Not as much as most of our guests that pick me, but. That's He's an expert, man. Uh, make He's sure an expert. Make sure you're listening to Spread the Floor. If you're a basketball fan, even at all, um, Spread the Floor is super fun. Brian and Tobin always talking hoops and doing doing cool, fun episodes. You did a lot of fun stuff around draft time, specifically that featured yours truly, uh, which is, if I have to say, just the best content you guys have ever put out is uh, specifically this stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not true at all. Uh, but you guys are doing, you do a lot of fun. Every now and then you'll do, like, rank episodes and go and talk about You just recently did a uh, a whole segment on basketball shoes that I was very into. And if you're the same type of weird as me and Tobin, you'll also be into it, I promise. <laughs> 
So make sure you're listening to Spread the Floor. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RankKingsPod. Don't forget that double K in the middle there. Make sure and check our socials this week. We're going to be posting all kinds of links to music and playlists and stuff talked about in this episode, so you'll want to check out on that. Uh, we'll be back with a new episode next week. Until next time, dearly beloved, if it's merely a budget, I'm clearly above it. Bye. See ya. Thank you.